0: Welcome to the True Vine podcast. Wherever you are listening, we hope this inspires you, builds your faith, and brings perspective that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. As I get a little older and maybe a little more seasoned in my message and my preaching, I feel like the Lord is leaning into my life for me to lean into words of rhema. Some may consider it a prophetic word. And so I'm asking God to use me today. Yeah. I've already have a confirmation that the voice of God that will be said today is for a host of us. I realize we're in our Hope It's Here series, but I'm a little burdened. That I can accomplish what God has put upon me to do. Because even though you're saved, sometimes you're hurting. Even though you're ready to walk on streets of gold, you have to get through this life that wants to crush you. That bothers me. What I want to do is be a voice into your life to get you through the week. From a Sunday message to a community group to a Sunday message, but my heartbeat and my burden this morning is the betwixt and between for you. You see what I'm preaching on today, I'm going to drill down on. It's Hope is Here, but my subtitle is Hope is for the Weary. Honestly, Brother Gustavo, the weary are probably going to make it to heaven, but they're weary. We'll shout on streets of gold together. But maybe it was a hard life. I want to preach us out of that mentality if I can. Because if greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world and I am weary, the spirit of God inside of me should help me overcome the weariness. Because I know the longer you're weary, the more you're defeated, and you are wondering, and you question. So let me read you scripture, and I'm just going to minister to you today. The gospel according to Matthew chapter 11. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. I am going to preach to you this morning on hope is here. Heavenly Father, I ask you once again that I step into the anointing, God, that yes. minister to people. I'm not lecturing. Not at a motivational rally. This is not a motivational speech. God, this is a message to minister to your people. Anoint me, a God. Help us to sit on the edge of our seats and to lean into the Word of God today that somebody in our midst, somebody that's streaming, will get a rhema, a specific word for their weary soul. Let there be no distractions, God. We will not come and go from the Holy of Holies. We will sit still. We will listen, we will respond, and you will do what you do in the Spirit. God, honor a pastor's request today. Let this be so in Jesus' name. And together, could we shout amen? Amen, amen. amen. God bless you for standing this morning. You may be seated. We live a few blocks from a school, which for the most of the time, it gets on my nerves. They get out at 3, 242, 248, and I don't know, countless times I'm cutting back through coming from wherever, and the cars are lining up, and I look at my clock on my car, and it's that time. Oh, my goodness. Go home to your own neighborhoods. Leave us alone. And they're picking up their kids, but one such afternoon, I wasn't home. My wife was, and she gets a knock at the door. Now, my wife's temperament is she doesn't normally answer doors because there could be a murderer on the other side with an axe or a chainsaw. So she just normally said, well, forget it. But this time, as school was out, she could hear kids r- walking across the sidewalk and across the street. She opened the door, and there was this little boy there. And she asked what he wanted, or how can she help him? And he asked her this odd question. He says this, and I quote, Do you have a drink for a weary traveler? Mind you, it's a middle school. A weary traveler? So my wife gives him a soda, and he thanks her, and he goes on his way. We never heard from him since. Occasionally we laugh and maybe, what if? What if that was an angel and God was testing you, honey? Mind you, I wasn't home. God knows what I would have done, but he knew you had to answer that. Maybe it was a test for you and you passed the test. But the words that ring out was a weary traveler. I think about us in serving God. If you go back to when you received the gift of the Holy Ghost, the new birth, or when you started attending a church, you have been on the journey X amount of months or years. And if we're not careful, we become weary on a journey. Depleted. Tired. But the end goal is to be saved. And as I stand here this morning, I know for the last 18 months or so with COVID that we, the church, have become weary. Individuals in their walk with God have become weary. And when you are weary, you're not as energetic, you're not as excited. The things that used to excite you, the things that used to kind of get you motivated, and when you would get up and say, this is the day the Lord hath made, I will be glad and I will rejoice, that cadence in your life has seemed to disappear over the last 18 months, or it's been in and out and in and out. But I'm here to help somebody today. I'm burdened that you are weary on this walk with God. We were created by God to live with a healthy cadence in life. However, too many of us live without a margin of every areas of our life. We fill our calendars. We can't say no. We live with a a harmful drive of achievement we have lost hope or we slowed down we keep going and going and going but i want you to know i'm here to encourage you this morning that things are coming back, and hope is being dispensed, and hope is here, and wherein there is God, there is always hope. So no matter where you find yourself today, if you're knocking on the proverbial door of a stranger saying, do you have a drink for a weary traveler? Pastor, do you have a word for a weary traveler? Pastor, do you have something for a weary traveler today? I'm here to tell you, yes, I have something for a weary traveler, and God said to tell you that He's never going to leave you, and He's never going to forsake you, and that hope is always here. Amen. Hope is not based on feelings. In fact, it's quite the opposite. of The contrary. When I don't feel like I can make it, when I don't Feel like things are good. Hope is always there. Hope is not tethered to what I think. Hope is not tethered to how I feel. Hope is always consistent. Why? Because mighty God gives hope. And I thank God that if you've experienced a new birth experience and God lives inside of you with his spirit, whether you see it or not, or you feel like it, or you embrace it, always there is hope all around. We can learn from Jesus as we learn from one another. When we do churches with one another, we lift up one another. We protect one another's boundaries and we carry one another's burdens and, and that's the valuable thing about church that we don't forsake ourselves together it's the same thing with a community and group just because we're not gathered here and i don't see you on your community group except the one that i'm in that community group is a place that dispenses hope and so if you're weary you cannot afford to miss areas that hope is being dispensed you have to push yourself you have to talk to yourself you have to do whatever it takes in this busy lifestyle that we live with no margins on the edge because we're tapped out of both ends we're trying to make everything work we're trying to make the ends meet but sometimes I, somebody needs to hear me say you know what my friend there is hope you got to keep walking you have to keep believing you have to lean into what thus saith God you can't go by emotions because hope is not connected to your emotions oh someone say amen, amen. I realize I am a human being not a human doing I'm loved by God and that's enough Human beings, we are always receptible to the voice and the will of God. But when we become a human doing, the treadmill of life speeds up. And the important things seem to come off the belt on the treadmill. And we're just doing everything we can to survive. We are weary We are trying to make it work. We know up here what is right. We know right here what is right. But our actions and who we are and our response does not mirror that God is living inside of us. I've come to help somebody here today. I've come to speak a word into your life that hope is always there because God is always there. You don't lose sight of hope. Don't lose track of hope. Don't dismiss hope. Hope never leaves us. Why? Because God is the God of hope. And I thank God that on any given day. That I can access hope. Our sermon series is hope is here. And it's here. In coming off a year when many churches have not been able to worship in person. The way they would like to. The invitation to get back to church is a powerful opportunity. That we can come to church and the church is made up of people. It's not a building. It's a collection of individuals who have trusted God with their lives and chose to support one another in this weary journey. When we come together, we find hope. Because maybe you came this morning and you weren't at the top of your game and you were not overflowing with hope. But when you get into a worship service or you get on holy ground or somebody greets you or somebody, there's some spiritual synergy that will rub off on you that's overflowing and you say, I'm glad I came this morning because when I woke up, I almost talked myself out of it. I almost said, you know, I'll catch them next Sunday. I'll catch them online. I do have options. But something pushed you to get here, maybe to see, hey, I'm going to get there and I need a word from God. I'm going to sing along with a praise team. I'm going to shake somebody's hand. I'm going to sit in a coffee bar with people that I love and that I have chosen to journey this life together. So I'm going to be where I'm supposed to be and looking for the voice of God. And together like that, we, someone shout we, We. find hope. We find hope that empowers us over anything that life can throw at us. So I would say today, welcome to church. If you're online streaming with us, welcome to our channel. There is something that is bigger than life, and you are here for a reason. I would argue that our greatest need we have in life after this year we've experienced is a sense that there is hope. Hope in this world. Some of us have lost great losses over the last 18 months. And to me, that's troubling. I think as I grow older and I reminisce and I look inside in retrospect that it's easy to be discouraged when things aren't coming together, when there's just one mishap after another and you find yourself sinking deeper and deeper into a pit or a valley. It's, it's, easy, I think, to just get into that cadence. And so I'm preaching about hope this morning. I have a little bit of experience in life and what works for me, what gets me out of my cadence. But let me just let you in on a secret of a pastor's life. What gets me into the right cadence from the bad cadence is to getting around God's people and hearing a preached word of God, or if I'm between services, I'm pulling up a sermon on YouTube, or I'm searching for a word from God in in a message, or I'm listening to a song. What am I doing? I'm putting myself in environments that the supernatural could take place and strip away my despair and strip away my lack of hope and speak into my life. Even if it's not a Sunday or it's not a community group, if I'm falling down and I'm I'm in despair, I have to do something to pull myself up because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, someone shout amen. Woo! I think we'd all could agree that we need hope. Well, I want to tell you that hope is there, and hope is here, and the church throughout history has had the audacity to have hope in the face of trouble. It stems from the victory of the resurrection of Almighty God. When things looked the darkest to Jesus on the cross, he knew that there was far worse things overlooking his people. Can you imagine despair? Can you imagine of hope evaporating on that day of the crucifixion? But the tomb would not be the end of the story. He would defeat death, hell, and the grave. And he would come back to life and he would send his spirit in John chapter 14 to bring us hope. He's not going to leave us hopeless. He is not in a grave anymore, somebody. He's not on the cross, thank God. But he sent back the spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. He will not leave you hopeless. So if you're feeling hopeless, the void, the cavity between you and a hopeful life, is maybe just a reintroduction to Almighty God. Can I tell somebody here, you already know this, you are smart people, but you are not going to find hope in a dark world. You're not going to find hope in an ungodly environment. You're not going to find hope around the wrong influences. You're not going to find hope with people that don't believe in God and that push back on God. You're going to find hope in the Word of God and in the house of God and with the people of God. mm. Uh-huh. Why? Because you're loved by God, and God gives hope, watch me now, to weary travelers. The tomb was the church's backdrop, the reason for hope. The gospels, Jesus was always offering hope to those around him. Rather, it was a crippling disease, an oppressive government, a physical or spiritual hunger or an evil attack, Jesus would meet people right where they were. I'm gonna say the hopeless. Life circumstances have a way of leaving us at times hopeless. But there's nothing in life that can steal our hope more than ourselves finding ourselves weary and tired and worn out. Weary tired and worn out. And I believe the pulse and the health of the church today is weary and tired and worn out. Yes, I believe we're saved, but we're weary and we're tired and we're worn out. And every pastor globally has the obligation or the task to help the church come out of the weariness and the tiredness, and these areas of being worn out, and get back into a relationship with God that is vibrant, and that is fluid, and that is energetic, and that is overflowing, and if you find yourself here this morning, not leaning into any of those last few words, well then I'm preaching to you, and God loves you so much, that we did a series on hope is here to tell somebody, you can find hope, hope is right in your life, hope is right in your family, hope is in the church, if you'll lean into the voice of God, if you'll set up on the edge of your chair saying, God, I need a rhema. I need a specific word from me. I'm weary. I'm tired. I'm worn out. Yes, I'm saved. But God, there's got to be more to this. I've got to come out of the pandemic blues. I can't live the rest of my life like this. I need a fresh anointing. I need fresh fire. I need fresh oil. I can imagine those of us that are here and online today that you know exactly what it feels like to be tired, weary, and worn out, waiting for a diagnostic, paying off bills, saving a marriage, enduring COVID-19, in trying to grow spiritually. It's overwhelming. It's a monumental task. It's a collision of a perfect storm. It is at times like this that we feel like we cannot keep going on. But I'm here to preach to somebody. I'm here to minister. I'm here to offer a word of hope that you cannot give up in times of despair. What is despair? Despair is when you get to the point that you just say, I don't care. And you take counsel or someone tries to love you and tries to speak or encourage you and you conclude, I don't care. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't let your kids do that. Something's going to happen. You shouldn't be doing that. I don't care. Because you've got to the point that you just don't care. And if there was hope, I wouldn't be in this situation. So whatever you tell me, I don't care. I've tried everything. I've journeyed this path long enough. Things aren't really working out. But I want to tell you, my friend that in times of history, the church has gone through the fire, and the church has gone through the flood, but the church is going to rise up, and the church always wins. I may feel like this, but I'm getting up on a Sunday morning. I may feel weary, but I'm getting to a community group. I may not feel like I can make it, but I'm going to text my friend. I'm going to hang with the church people. I'm going to hang with the Church of the Living God because the church always wins. Even if I don't feel like I'm going to win, if I'm on the team, when the team wins, we all win. Come on, somebody. When the church conquers, we all conquer. When the church is victorious, we're all victorious. Come on. Hope is here. Someone shout, hope is here. The famous coach, Vince Lombardi, Green Bay Packers said, this fatigue makes cowards of us all. I can't make decisions when I'm fatigued. The only decision that I can conclu- conclude in my spirit is i got to get out of the fatigued spirit. I have to climb out of this. I have to reach out to someone. I'm not an island. I can't do this. I'm not a superhero. I'm not one of those. I-, I need the voice of God. I need the presence of God. I need the house of God. I need the people of God. I need the word of God. I need the man of God. Why? Because at times I'm weary. Jesus spoke to his followers about John the Baptist in the midst of his prison questioning the identity of Jesus. I think John the Baptist was losing hope whether or not Jesus indeed was the Messiah or if his work was in vain. We should not feel bad when we feel the crushing burdens. We should not feel like a failure. But Jesus tells us of those that are weary that we should come to him It's an invitation. Can I tell you something this morning? That Jesus offers hope for the weary. Reminding us that our value is not found in how well we hold it together or the things that get tough. It's compared to our relationship with God. So I feel like I just need to be simple and transparent with some of you. Even if you feel depleted, that is not something to be embarrassed about. If you've lost hope. The mighty John the Baptist in prison. Is this the Messiah or should we look for another? I think he's losing hope. Is everything I did in vain? It doesn't matter anymore? Is this the real one that's coming? And if you find yourself weary today, whether because of circumstances, you cannot control or situations that you're you're responsible for, I want to offer you hope today. Somebody just say, I receive it. it. Hope for a better tomorrow. Someone say, I receive it. it. Hope for the true purpose. I I receive it. Hope for a clean slate. Hope for the weary. My message isn't a message of motivation this morning. My message is rather a message of a rhema for you. Because where he is, hope is. Here's the good news. When we love one another... We fulfill the basic law that Jesus required. We love God with all of our heart. And in return, we love our neighbors as ourselves. Jesus said all the law and the prophets hung on these two things. To me, that sounds like hope. A hope no matter where you find yourself today. Jesus offers you rest. He offers you Peace. And I think like I saw cutting through town yesterday in a frontier truck, we don't go it alone. Sometimes we need someone to remind us that we are loved by God. Sometimes we need someone to help us slow down and rest in the grace of God. So are you weary today? Are you burdened by life? Come. Let him minister to you. This is not a message to be bashful about. As I close this morning, Paul writes to the church in Galatia chapter 6 and verse 9, and he says this, let us not grow weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart, the New King James Version. One rendering says this, let us not be discouraged in well-doing. I I got to think, Brother Gustavo, I just read that and I thought, God, speak to me. I've seen that a hundred times. I've preached it. God, what is in here that you need to tell me to tell the people? And I just stared at the screen. What are you doing, Pastor? I'm looking for a revelation. I'm looking for something to tell God's people. Oh, they can read the black and white. Maybe some of you have it highlighted in your Bible, but God... What if something beyond that? And I sat yesterday. And I feel like God dropped this in my spirit, Brother French. Do not be weary in well doing. What we're doing is good stuff, what we're doing is admirable, what we're doing is right. But in the course of trying to do right and live right and become right and be what God wants us to be, I th- it's possible to be exhausted. You see, is there sin in my life, Brother John? No. But I could be tired. We're not talking about heaven and hell right here, we're, we're talking about making it forward, moving forward with hope and how many among us in our homes and our marriages just up here that we don't share say man I just I don't know I, I, I don't know and someone would ask you say, you don't know what I don't know I don't know I don't know that either I don't know nothing I can't articulate it, it it's too deep it's too profound I can't even start I, my brain's too small right now I can't I don't know I just don't know and we leave it right there you being faithful to God? Yes. You love God? Of course. You go to church in your community? Yes, I do. I never miss. But what's the problem? I don't know. Well, if you don't know, why is there a problem? I don't know to that either. And we live like that. But today, God's saying, wait, wait. God's saying, I know. I know how to restore hope. See, you're a weary traveler and you need a drink. Was that a middle-aged kid or an angel? We still don't know. The language is odd. It's almost like King James language. Do angels talk King James language? Middle schoolers don't. And God saying, "I have a drink for a weary traveler." Hmm. How many of us among us have just sat alone at times and just cried? Can I be honest? I have. What's wrong? If you what's wrong? I don't know. I don't have the words to figure it out I don't know you say yeah we're not talking about salvation I just I'm exhausted there's patches in my life like that and I think I'm similar to a lot of us see these are things we don't share because that's we're supposed to be strong and tough and Hey, the Holy Ghost, rah, rah. Yeah, that's true. But what if you're not strong today? What if you are weary? What if you really do need hope? And what if you really do need a drink from the wells of salvation? What if you really do? If you don't, fine. But what if I do? Am I going to be looked at if I come to the altar and say, you know what? Pastor, if you're going to be giving away drinks, I want one, but that, I'm embarrassed cuz people <laughs> What about the spirit of despair? It, you know, I don't care. I don't care what they think. Hey, I need a drink. I don't care what they conclude in their mind. Who are they? This is me and God. I don't want to be weary tomorrow. I'm sure the enemy pushes back brother Tim. <laughs> or maybe you're new here and you don't know how this works and I just tell you this is open for everybody. There's not a membership to come to the altar. There's not a click, there's not networking. The only networking was with you and God. And if you're weary, we have hope for the weary. I've been a little more vulnerable than I normally do, but there's been times where the have always said, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't I, know. This is not a good day. I don't know. And I feel like I'm just ministering to some people say, you know what, I've been in pastor's shoes. If pastor felt like that, okay, I don't feel so bad. I'm just trying to expose... Sometimes life is, I don't know. I only know that God told me to tell you there's hope. You could be a pastor like me. I need hope sometimes. You could be this your first time. Where are you in life? Drink for a weary traveler? Yeah. Actually, we do today. Hope for the weary? Actually, today we're specializing in it. What do I got to do? Just lean into God. Go home with the hope that you didn't have when you woke up this morning. The weariness. I don't know, Pastor. I just don't know. I, I, I get it. I've been there. I know. I know. I hear you. God is loving and merciful. I know, but I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I'm here for you. God's here for you. I don't know, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes and bow your heads. If anybody wants to slip out of their aisle now, we're respecting people as they move forward. If you're like the little boy that knocked on our door that my wife serviced, do you have a drink for a weary traveler? If you're asking God that this morning, would you come and let us pray with you? Let us dispense hope back into your life. But you give it a try? See what God does? Hope for the weary? Yeah. Thankfully, I'm not weary today, but I have been. So I know where you've been. I've been there. I empathize. We're going to give it a couple more moments if you want to keep your eyes closed and your heads bowed just to respect people. But I don't know, Pastor. Think about it then. Lord, I pray for everyone in this house and online that your spirit would lift heaviness. You said, Come unto me, all you that are heavy laden and burdened, and you will give the weary traveler a rest. You will speak peace and strength and anointing back into a weary traveler. That has lost hope. Not lost salvation. Not lost my faith, but I've lost hope. And I need a fresh anointing. My strength from yesterday is gone, and I need a brand new touch. God, descend upon every ear in this house and every viewer online. Ministering angels of comfort. That you would open up your arms of compassion and hold someone closely, God. That you would wipe the tears out of an eye, God, and you would push the hair back and you would love somebody. God almost. God, we're bouncing back, but we're weary. The American church is walking slowly, God. We need a fresh anointing. Ah. We love you. We're committed. We're not going nowhere. But we're weary. Ah. Hmm. Anybody else, you want to come a little closer with us? Say, would someone pray for me? Yes, we will. Would somebody give me a drink? I'm a weary traveler. Yes, we will. We're here. The church always wins. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those who give generously to this ministry. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. You can visit our website or church app if you would like to give. And if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, like and share it with your friends, and tag us on social media because we wanna witness with you what God is doing in your life. Thank you and God bless.